Veritas Wealth is an independent financial planning business focused on managing wealth. In this series, we share hard-earned insights gained through years of experience at the cutting edge of financial planning. Welcome to this Veritas Wealth podcast. I'm Rick Breers-Danks, and joining me today is the founder of Veritas Wealth, Barry Amoni. Hello, everybody. So, as a business, Veritas Wealth has just turned 16 years old. August, in fact. And like many of you, we find ourselves in a very reflective time as a result of this COVID-19 pandemic. We've come a long way in 16 years, but importantly, the foundation on which Veritas Wealth was formed remains largely unchanged. And so today we thought we would share with you six core values which we've identified that are central to what we do. We explain each one of these in a little bit more detail and trust that they will bring some comfort in helping to navigate us through even the toughest of times, even a global pandemic. Barry, so back in 2004, when you started Veritas Wealth, maybe you can just share what you set out to achieve back then and and how this has evolved over time. Well, on the first day, uh, Lisa, my wife, was pregnant with our first child. She was eight months pregnant. Um, <laughs> and I think on the first day, it was like, okay, we really just need to survive here. It was kind of baked beans on toast. Uh, it was the goal at the end of the month. But what we did have was we had a philosophy and we had a process as we set the business up. And the philosophy was a thing called lifestyle financial planning. And lifestyle financial planning back then was on the front edge of what was going on with financial planning globally. And really what we've tried to do over the years is just stick to knowing what is going on globally. Uh, And I think we've managed that over time. And of course, we've learned a lot of things and a lot of lessons. And probably what we have identified is that we all go through life transitions. As life goes along, there are different changes that happen, but the client's and reflection, the clients that have been through the most traumatic life events, they're probably the clients that understand the value that Veritas can offer the best. Now, most financial planners put money at the center of all their decision making, whereas with lifestyle financial planning, we end up putting your life and what you're trying to achieve in your life at the center. And then we see the money as simply a utility. So, if you think of a, of a sailing boat, the utility on a sailing boat is actually only the sail itself. And the, the boat is you, the ocean is your life, and the winds are like the markets. So the utility or the sail, when used with great skill and knowledge and expertise, if we can use that properly, we can propel you to help you to achieve the life you want to achieve. The other big lesson that we've learned over the years is that if we don't understand the big picture of our client's story, then we're quite limited in what we can offer. So we set out to understand people's history and their experiences around money. We want to understand the opportunities that they're facing, the aspirations that they have, the challenges that they and their families are facing. And what we've learned is that unless we know these things, it's very limited in the value that we can truly offer. 
Thanks, Barry. I really like that example of the yacht uh, and the sail being, you know, the money um, or the utility and, and harnessing the winds. I especially like the wind being the metaphor for the markets because as you wake up, you just don't know which way the wind's going to blow, much like you don't really know, you know, what the markets are going to do today. Okay, so I know we have borrowed some of these terms from the work of Mitch Anthony, a US-based uh, financial planner. But let's unpack these six core values. So the first is organization, getting organized. Perhaps you can explain that more in terms of financial planning for us. Okay, so when a wealthy client comes to us, the reality is, is that over time they have met a whole series of salespeople from different financial institutions, whether they were insurance brokers or whether they were in recent years more investment type people. And we sit down and we look at this and it looks like a mess. It's chaos. And what we do is we, it's a bit like doing a spring clean on your cupboard at home. And we set about putting together three piles. The first pile is we're definitely throwing that away. The second pile is we're definitely keeping this. And the third pile is, well, maybe. So let's keep talking about what you're trying to achieve here. And then let's see if we can make some of these financial products actually make sense uh, to us. And this decluttering of the chaos is, is very valuable to people. And it takes away a huge amount of confusion in their own minds. And sometimes that's even subconscious that it's been going on for them. And what we do through this process is we give them back control. And it's a bit like we put them back in the car, hands on the steering wheel, appoint the car in a certain direction, and, and then they head off uh, with that. And what we find for couples and for the family, sometimes the family, is that it brings a real sense of calm towards them. And it's, a, it's something that clients comment on is, is, is that they find that hugely valuable to them. Yeah, I so agree with you, Barry. I mean, in my experience, it is such a daunting task for most people. Generally, people will actually put off seeing a financial planner just because they're so scared of, of what they'll find in that financial cupboard of theirs. But I must say, it's so liberating, you know, decluttering and really just simplifying your financial life. I mean, I think it's critical in working out kind of what's important and what's relevant and then getting rid of what isn't. Okay, so the next core value we have identified is accountability, so being held accountable. This means having to show up or to accept responsibility. Just explain this in relation to financial planning for us. Okay, so, so when I was younger, I was a half-decent sports person, and I really I was fascinated by training and the different techniques that, that were available, and I knew all about them, and I knew how to do them and implement them. So around 16, 17 years ago, if I was at a gym, it started that that process of people using personal trainers started. And I remember kind of half sniggering at the people paying a couple of hundred rand probably at the time uh, to be to basically pay somebody to count to 10. It made no sense to me. But now as I've got older and now when I go to the gym or I've, I actually pay people to be in a class with other people with somebody doing that. Now, why, why has that changed and why do I do that? One is that I'm paying somebody, so I have to turn up. The second is that when I'm doing the exercises, I'm being held accountable for it and I, I, I need to do it properly and I need to do it to the best of my ability. 
The third is that the person is also watching me. Sometimes I might be a bit stiff, sometimes I might be injured, and they'll change and adapt what's going on, the circumstances at that time. So in financial planning, I'm sure most people are expecting me now to say, well, he's definitely going to tell us you've stopped spending <laughs> and you must save the money. And for many people, a lot of people, that is the case. And, and it's, it's good that they're going to be held accountable to that. Um, and, but for other people, we turn around and we say, well, why don't you go and visit your grandkids every year in Australia? Because go and go now while you still can. So what we do is we get people to articulate what their goals actually are, and then we hold them accountable to that. And in the end, we're, we're making sure that people turn up and they're being held accountable to those goals. Yeah, I really like that. I mean, I know you have actually referred to that in the past as a laundry list. And I, I think that's such a powerful thing, you know, having this list as a reminder of action points, sort of who is responsible for what. Um, you know, just having that list written down in a statement of advice or an email correspondence, I think it really brings that accountability through. It's a bit like when you're training physically, is, is that if you can keep doing it really well each time and getting the most out of it, you suddenly look back and it's a bit like walking up a mountain. You turn back and kind of go, wow, look how far we've come. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so moving on to the third value, which is insight. So bringing insight to decision making. Can you explain that a bit more? Yeah, so, so the beautiful line that Mitch uses here is, is he says, we're going to bring insight from the outside. Now, we know over time that we don't have all of the answers, but what we can help our clients to do is to unravel the problems that they're actually facing and then to allow them to come to their own decisions. Now, in this process, we don't tell people, we'll tell you what you need to hear and not necessarily what you want to hear. And the greatest value add to our clients is that we help them to make wise financial decisions. Yeah, I note that you use the word financial decisions there, not investment decisions. Yeah, you see, it's much wider than just making um, investment decisions. And it's, it's a mistake that many people make in, in understanding what we do for them. Because if you think of it, we are helping people with spending, decisions around spending, cash flow, borrowing, Lending, lending money to other people, insurance, tax, estate planning, business planning, succession planning. And then we even help our, our clients to construct their wills. So it's not just about investments. Investments are very important, a huge important component of the financial planning process. But it's not the only thing. Yeah, I mean, that's so true. That's part of the job that I really love is the, the parts, you know, where you're really doing all sorts of uh, all sorts of things, not just investments. I mean, obviously, the investment part is super important. Um, but I guess, you know, the investments and the technical aspects of financial planning are almost a given nowadays. I mean, as financial planners, there's so much more that, you know, we, we bring uh, in value to our clients. That's right, yeah. Okay, so, so moving on to being proactive. How does proactivity fit in with financial planning? Okay, as Mitch Anthony would say, it's better to prepare than it is to repair. And in, in your financial life, that can be very costly and can add up to quite a lot of brands. Um, so we know that our clients and 
we all will go through different life transitions, whether it's health related, whether that's a serious illness or becoming incapacitated, whether it's work related, whether you're going to retire or you're being retrenched, whether it's family related, where you're losing a loved one or getting divorced. Uh, and they each of these has got major financial implications and they need to be carefully planned. Um, some of these are unavoidable. So if we can identify them early and in advance, we can discuss them and then we can plan them out with you. But as Mitch says beautifully, I think, he says, life happens and then the money follows. Now, people make their biggest, worst financial decisions at the time of high stress. And I think we can all relate to this. We, we just can't think properly anymore. When we're going through something as big as a retirement, divorce, retrenchment, or losing somebody, we just can't think straight. And there's great value if somebody can help you through this process and, and work through all the different eventualities. Yeah, I mean, I, I have seen this. I mean, simply by talking through and modeling you know, a number of potential options uh, with clients, it, it really brings a sense of calm, a, a kind of a sense of knowing. And it's this act of, of just doing something, thinking around these potential situations and some planning that I think is so important. That's right. Okay, so our fifth core value is education. Now, I know we, uh, as Veritas, like to share uh, and educate clients sort of on an ongoing basis on the different, uh, you know, different parts of the financial industry. But this is different, isn't it? Yeah, so, so this isn't about, you know, teaching people about how tax works or how estate planning works or how different financial products work. Um, what we're really talking about here is, is around behavioral finance decisions and, and getting our clients to understand that we are all very emotional beings. So, and we all have our own histories. We all have our own behavioral biases. And, and these all affect our, our, our decision making. So what we do is we help people think through and act rationally as possible as they're making these decisions. And, and our first thing that, that we try to do is we try and get the clients to slow the decision making down. And then what we do is act as a, as a sounding board for them. Now, most bad investment decisions are made of times of high stress. And we've saved people millions of rands over the years in these critical moments. Yeah, I mean, we've seen this countless times. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's just far more important just to ask better questions and let clients really think about what's important to them. You know, let them come to their own decisions. I mean, this process obviously takes a bit longer, but it's, you get to a much better outcome, I think. Yeah, so over the last five years, Rick, as you know, we, we as financial planners in our business have, have invested quite a lot of time and money into educating ourselves more about being able to ask better questions and, and to listen, really listen to the answers that clients are, are giving us. Okay, so moving on, the, the sixth and final uh, core value is partnership. Personally, I think partnership is especially important. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so I mean, ideally, when a client decides to come with us, we should actually stand up and sit beside them 
on the same side of the boardroom table as a client and actually say to him, from here on in, it's you and I together and and we are going to take on the world, the financial world and the world, um, and we're on the same team going forward. And in a way, you could say both of us have an oar in the boat. So the client's oar at their responsibility is to continually be very open with us, to feel safe talking to us about sometimes incredibly personal matters so that we can actually see these life transitions coming proactively. Uh, Our job is to watch the environment, to watch the laws, to watch changing um, environments and investments and and to stay on the leading edge of what's actually happening in, in financial planning. But the ultimate goal is to help the client to achieve their lifestyle goals that they've actually set for themselves. Yeah, you know, that's really interesting for me. I mean, how, how many times I think we've all remarked, um, you know, clients got up from a meeting and said, wow, I didn't think I'd be having that sort of a, a discussion at this meeting. Um, but I, I must say, I have found that my kind of most powerful relationships with clients are are those where that sense of partnership is strongest. Yeah, so so look, we think that lifestyle financial planning will remain central to to us as, a, as, a, as our philosophy. But, you know, what we are trying to develop are new ways to talk to our clients and to enhance this this philosophy as we go along. So years ago, when people joined us 16 years ago, we just had a financial planning tool, um, uh, which was very powerful and and kind of made this this philosophy come alive for a lot of people. But now what our focus is on is having better conversations uh, with our clients. Look, you can't leave the ball drop on either the technical side or technical knowledge of, of the laws around tax and estate planning, etc. Um, and also on the investment side. So, so we need to, to keep going and keep our standards high in that, those areas. Okay, so in summary, what you're saying today, Barry, is that we, we value the trust that clients have placed in our hands. And by reminding them of these six core values, we hope that they can take some strength during these difficult and quite challenging times by knowing that we are here to stay and that our foundation is very strong. Yeah, and, and the reason for this podcast was that we want our clients to know what value we can offer you. Um, we want you to use our skills, our experience and our expertise to serve you and your families. Great. Thanks, Barry. It's been, it's been great chatting. Well, that's it for today, everyone. Um, I hope you found this podcast informative and helpful. Thanks for taking the time to listen to us, and we hope you will join us for the next Veritas conversation soon. Stay well and stay safe. Veritas Wealth. Real people, real conversations. A place where money and life meet.